morning, everybody. Apologies for the slight delay. I hope you enjoyed that lovely tune that Lou picked up for us. Um, so to start off this morning's show, uh, I have a question. I'm going to direct this to you, Lou, because sadly our listeners can't answer. Um, so I'm thinking of a word, and it starts with a C, and it ends in offy. Any guesses? I, I'm not sure I want to humor you, but I'm guessing it's coffee. Wrong! It's actually chemolitha heterotrophy, which is a mixed metabol metabolic mode in which heterotrophic growth is augmented by energy conserved from the oxidation of an inorganic electron donor, such as thiosulfate or sulfide. Did you know that word? I did, actually. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite new word. <laughs> you, you, you fell for it. It's like the song that we played before is my favorite new song. Yeah. I'm actually gutted that Campbell's not listening because he would probably understand what that meant. I just read that off the screen. I have no idea what any of the words I just said were. Yeah, no, that was pretty iconic. Um, but good morning for our listeners is to use the word chemolithrohetrotrophy trophy in a in a <laughs> sentence at some point this week. I did not. Um, we had some extensive technical difficulties just to keep everyone up to speed. Um, so I'm not sure how this is going to go, but as long as I'm, you can hear me right now. We're yep, good. All, all clear. So take it step by step. The Wi-Fi has stopped working in the house, which is less than ideal. But that won't get in the way of us providing the fans with the hot drink. Luckily, content. the people I'm living with are such fans of the show. They would give up their data just so that I could be here. So we owe it to them. Iconic. Okay. Well, let's not waste any more time. Um, let's not. And let's get straight into it. Yon, can you hear us? Hello. Yes. Hello, Yon. Good morning. Oh my goodness. Success. Success. That's good to know. So, Yon, welcome to the show. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I know. Is it? It's a bit early for you, though, isn't it? <laughs> I was going to say the same for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is early. Next season is definitely going to have to be an evening sort of thing. An evening slot, yeah. You know, I've done yeah. my shows of early mornings for, for the last year. Um, but no, <laughs> you made it. We, we, we arranged this week so that we knew that you, um, you would be up bright and early on a Friday on like last week. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Before we dive into all of the hot drink related chat, can you please explain to the listeners how you know us? Oh, right. Well, <laughs> um, me and Louisa go way back. I joined our senior school with like two years left. So I joined the sixth form and I had the pleasure of sharing a room with Wheezy, um, <laughs> which was actually quite, <laughs> I'm going to call you that for the rest of the show, um, right. which is actually quite fun. <laughs> what do you mean actually quite fun? Well, we I'd, yeah, we had so much energy. I think the amount of coffee consumed in that room. We had a little coffee machine plugged into yeah. the wall on the carpet. Um, <laughs> That's why I was what I was thinking when I was making your Instagram post that potentially a starting point for our friendship would have been caffeine. Oh, definitely. And then everything else. <laughs> <laughs> How apt for you to be a guest on our show then? Exactly. Oh, yeah, exciting. But yeah, we did have a, a little coffee machine in our room. Um, it was great. Um, meant that we could get have a little coffee every night before we did our homework. Every night, yeah. you mavericks. 
yeah, and that's basically it. We 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 just go way back from there. And then you did come to St Andrews for the ball where you would have met Tabs. Yeah, no, that was great. That was just before COVID as well. Yeah, yeah, that was our last hurrah, wasn't it? That's like my last memory of real life and and having actual fun. Yes. Yeah. When I think of you, Yon, all I think is just fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Might not have to meet you again. But this this will just keep me. <laughs> Yeah, let's not ruin it. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, let's just yeah, I'll just stay like that. <laughs> so let's talk about coffee then. Because obviously when I asked you on the show, I knew that it was going to be a caffeine-related drink and probably wasn't going to be a tea, right? So <laughs> what is it about coffee that you love so much? Is it the drink or is it the effects of the drink? Oh, it's both. <laughs> I'd say it's probably mm, – no, it's definitely both because I just – decaf I just can't get behind um yeah but no it's just the taste the you know it's just the morning routine I think especially this year you know get up go and have a coffee run sometimes very occasionally nice and when you make said coffee in the morning how do you make it do you have a machine we've got two machines in our flat so um my machine is of course superior but it's we just whip them up in the morning and then we normally go on a walk and to pick one up straight after so (laughs) <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you've had you've had two, and it's not even nine a.m. yet. So how yeah. many coffees you would have on an, on an average day? Well, you see, it's actually getting to the point that I need to, I think, slow down because at the moment I keep sitting at my desk and I'm sort of shaking and I can't really concentrate. So that's probably not not <laughs> ideal. But, <laughs> but normally that would be fine, but maybe not this year. So mm. probably have one in the morning when I wake up. And then we'd go on a walk or a jog or something and pick one up on the way back from a nice coffee place. And then mm-hmm, I'm quite liking well. the iced lattes in, at lunchtime. Um, Was then... the picture that you sent me with the pint glass actually full of coffee? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was trying to find a flat white and then I realised I had a massive iced coffee in my hand. So I was like... Well, you if you're not on Instagram right now, you won't have seen it. It was so good. No, Please, can you oh, describe? So good. The picture that Young sent to be posted for this. <laughs> I'm smiling with a tenant's pint glass full of iced coffee. No way. <laughs> I'd actually made it beforehand. It wasn't just for, I don't know if that's better or weirder. That is iconic. Um, so, and can, can you tell us more about your actual coffee machine? What kind of machine is it? Because there is a, a whole range of coffee machines out there. Oh, I don't actually. Mm, do I know? Do you put like um? Do you put ground coffee in it? Beans in it? Is it pods? Uh no. So I I put like pre ground coffee in it, but it's not pods. It's okay. It's like a cook works one or something. I don't actually know what it is, but it has Ooh. a little frother on the side, which makes all the difference. Excellent. And just out of intrigue, is it one like because we have one where you put the ground coffee in the little like. I don't I don't know any of the technical terms Lou you might know but like little arm like when you see a barista they like put it in the little like stick on the end of the arm and then they like put the arm inside the machine and then they twist it and that little twist always looks really slick that's why I like <laughs> the machine but I don't actually know how other coffee machines work like where does the ground coffee go that's the same as mine I don't actually know what other people do but that's the same as mine you put it in the arm and then twist it on oh so you that's- have the little barista swishy flick yeah <laughs> Do you remember when you, you got that machine? I, I remember you were very excited because at school, did you have your own? Or there was an Italian girl who we lived with who had a coffee machine and me and Yon made every effort to befriend her. 
time that there was like homework something to do, we'd be like, Gaia, do you want to come into our lovely room and bring your coffee machine? So <laughs> most ideal. But the machine that you've got now is definitely an upgrade. You know, coffee machines is a topical conversation at the moment because I, my sister and my mum both got machines over lockdown when I was at home. So I got to test them both out. And Ooh. Tabs, you'll be pleased to hear that mine is honestly just so superior to, to both of those. <laughs> one was like a little quite budget machine. And then my the one my mum bought was a brand new, really expensive DeLonghi. And I still think mine is better. That is so good to hear. Yeah. Good to know, just right? Can't cannot be beaten. What's your mum's one like? How does it differ from our our beloved DeLonghi? was uh similar to ours but smaller so I mean it essentially doesn't make the same thing it has the same like mechanisms and a milk wand but it doesn't have like a wide bottom tray so you can only put one mug under at a time firstly and secondly hers makes the espresso then stops whereas with ours it runs through so then you can make like an americano if you wanted to whereas hers doesn't do that you you basically you either have no, you are, you would either have an espresso and then heat up milk to make cappuccino or whatever, or you would have to have an espresso and then boil water and add the hot water to the espresso to make an Americano, which is just extra effort. Oh, that just won't do. Because yeah, I can get our machine down to like solid like minute, 34 seconds to do a shift these days. <laughs> you had it trained, still trained. Yeah, this morning was pretty speedy, actually. It would be up there with a record. I bet. Um, so, Jon, what is your actual top hot drink choice? If you had to put it in a sentence. Hmm. Um, I'd probably say cappuccino because that's one I have most often. But I do love a flat white in the mornings, you know, to get the day started. You're, mm. you're a little leapfrogger. You always change your mind, you. It's always <laughs> But you always like every time I see you, you'll be like, "Oh, this is what I fancy this time." But I think that's nice. <laughs> you get the best of everything. Yeah, don't limit yourself to to the usual option. Play the field. Yeah. No, I definitely. I used to have so many coffees in a day, but I realized it wasn't actually. I'd always have a latte. I'd never have anything else. So I don't think it was that much coffee. But people were quite concerned that I used to have like six or seven coffees. But no, <laughs> flat white in the morning, and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Black white does give you a little that little extra kick. Um, oh, I think we should play our first song. Indeedy. Um, let me just uh, do the job of finding it. Jan, would you like to play your song first? Do you remember what you? Yeah, you go know? on. I think I remember correctly. Yeah, do you want go to introduce on. Well, I'm not sure which one you're going to play. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're going to play the second one. Okay, right. So this one, I I suggested two two songs because, you know, it's just a big day. I got a bit excited, a bit carried away. Um, But this one is very much more of a morning song. So this is December 1963, Oh, What a Night. Oh, good. Yes. Here it is. Oh, what a tune. Such a tune. Really is also a very appropriate Friday song. I feel indeed a good a good hype in the morning type song. Exciting March weekend we have ahead of us. Some big games of rugby coming up, guys, this weekend. Yeah, this is true. I'm so out of the rugby uh, the rugby know at the moment. What's the, what's the latest? What's the things to look forward to? 
Um, I mean, I know that it's on on Saturday. <laughs> Some good, exciting rugby news, guys. Yeah, so it's on. <laughs> I know that um, uh, Scotland were meant to be playing France, but that got postponed, so I don't think that's happening. I believe it's actually England-France, but don't quote me on it. England on Saturday, for sure. I know that because yeah. my dad bought himself some special treat chocolates so he can watch yeah. and have a little snack. Yeah, exactly. So I believe it's England-France. And um, last a couple of weeks ago, there was a very exciting England-Wales game that I watched um, where there was some controversy about the referee. So there's your little sport update for the week. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> On to our next headline. In the rugby. What was that? Who do you support in the rugby, both of you? Who would be your? Who would you be cheering for at the Six Nations? Mm. slightly controversial but i'd have to say england are you serious (laughs) well it's quite hard when i'm in glasgow to actually support england because the amount of abuse i'd get for that um so i sort of sit at the sidelines and i'm like yay i know england probably all the way oh yeah yeah. i have to agree i'm I'm an england gal through and through and if i had to sort of pick a second it would be ireland (laughs) yeah I have some Irish yeah. blood. My my uh, affiliation with Scotland doesn't go much past the fact that I go to uni there. Really? What about the? Yeah, um... I've, I've had I've had bad experiences in the past. Um, Jon, I can I can relate with you. One time when England, I think they maybe like literally won by a whisker right at the end, but Scotland were doing really really well, and then England just kind of like blindsided them and came out of nowhere. And we were in a Scottish pub, and I was the only English person. I was honestly like <laughs> fearing for my life. So, <laughs> oh, I yeah, so aggressive. Honestly, feel much safer supporting England from from the, the side of the border. Nice. Um. Well, we will have to see. Um. Yon, I have a question for you. Back Go to on. the drink malarkey. We asked this to most our guests. If you could have your hot drink in the perfect setting, so you can pick to be anywhere in the world with anybody. What would you be doing and who would you be with? Ooh. Um, yeah, food for thought. Well, I'm not normally a morning person, but if it was going to be, like, perfect, I'd say sunrise. Sunrise mm. with a flat white. Ooh. <laughs> with as many people as you want and a nice view. Nice. That's <laughs> actually really would be an ideal setting. Do you have Probably a particular sunrise spot in mind? Is there a place you know that's good for sunrise? Well, up north um, by Malig, uh, up north there, right on the beach, has the best like sunsets and sunrises, but I normally wake up in time for them. But yeah, that would be. One has a house like way more north than where I am on the west coast, which is rare. Oh, wow. I live yeah. fairly northwest. Um, and there's a, to get but via public transport to where I live, you have to get the train from Glasgow and it's painfully slow and it's only got two carriages and it's just a nightmare. But I always am sitting there and thinking, don't worry, it could be worse. I could be going to Malig. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you get to a certain point, I think it's Korean Larig, the train splits into like two single carriages and one carries on to Oban, where I go, and the other carries on up. I genuinely think probably for another three or four hours and you've said yeah. before, that there's like places that you have to ask it to stop at, right? Yeah, so the stop we stop at, there's so many stops on the route from Fort William up. And the stop that we stop at, we have to like go and specially request 
because they just skip them out because there's only like four people on the train every time I've got it. Um, oh my goodness. It's terrible. So there's absolutely no sleeping, sleeping <laughs> on the train just in oh case. No. Screwed. Oh no. And there's no toilets normally. The one time I went, there was no toilets. I'd say like four oh hours, yeah. four and a half. Oh, that's not bad. The tw- maybe a bit more. It's like three in the car, but yeah, it's quite a long way. But worth it for the sunrise. Oh, so worth it. What about um, coffee that you've tried when you've been abroad? Because you know that we love a good holiday. Um, (laughs) And also you went travelling in your gap year a lot. So did you find it easy to always get nice coffee when you were abroad? Oh, God, no. It was terrible. Especially (laughs) in Indonesia. That was honestly... I mean, when I got to Vietnam, it was fine because there was so much coffee. But before then, we were very much in very yeah. rogue places um, that didn't have yeah. sort of coffee. And they always put condensed milk in it, which I just can't really get behind. Really? Yeah, instead what, of like I, Honestly, couldn't even tell you what condensed milk is. What actually is that? It's like a caramelly... Yeah, it's like a thick, milky... Oh, oh it's like... Wait, sweet. is that the thing that you use to make caramel? If Lou, when we make banoffee pie... Is yeah, that what's that? Yeah. Is it called kanji? You get it in oh, like yeah, a tin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Why do they put they that in the coffee then? I don't really know. They don't have much. Well, they didn't where we were, but they didn't have much like fresh milk or like, and then they didn't put sugar in. They just put condensed milk, which kind of does both. So it's kind of milk, kind of sugar, but disgusting. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know how, how that sounds. <laughs> An electrician just walked into my room. (laughs) (laughs) A bit strangely this morning. (laughs) Random guy. How exciting! I'm really embarrassed because my room's in a big mess. Didn't didn't you have? Don't you have Wi-Fi problems? So maybe that's that's a good thing. Uh, Yes, I think he's here for the lights. But if he's fixed the Wi-Fi, excellent. I'm not going to test it till this is maybe that. Throw that one well, in as well, two for one. Um, also, everything's just um, going wrong in this house. Tabs, <laughs> you would have seen a picture of a huge tree that, like, literally fell across just our whole garden. Collapsed. Is that still there? Has it been um, moved? Finally, three, four weeks later, someone came to um, to fix it yesterday, but it meant that they were, like, they had to bring a chainsaw and basically just cut it apart and then take it away in big bags. Um, oh so God. the garden a little makeover which is nice um wait so that huge horrible holly bush is gone yeah oh the dream i think so um i'll send you a picture but they they gave the garden a little makeover but it meant they were so loud all day oh which was less than ideal anyway and now the electrician's here now the wi-fi's gone but what can you do what can you do so exciting it's all happening so yon well i'm confused because Indonesia is one of the places where they they make a lot of coffee or they farm a lot of coffee at least. So you would think that it would be easily accessible. Maybe it's still like a fairly expensive commodity comparatively. But yeah, I would the coffee they have. Yeah, the coffee they have is so so good. But it's Mm -hmm. the places where you'd have like an instant coffee are just not not up to par. Yeah. So were there several days where you'd have like a long journey and you wouldn't be able to have a coffee? Or would you just suffer through the condensed milk? 
I actually did suffer through the condensed milk. I think that's kind of where I realised that I needed to slow down was the fact that I was like looking out the window of the bus trying to find a coffee shop. <laughs> oh dear. But no, the coffee there is good. Good. Um, and what about Milan? What's your review on oh, coffee? We need to go on another coffee trip is what I think. We, do. we went on a, a coffee day, which is a coffee holiday. Um, so we just went to, to Milan and spent the whole time drinking coffee it was so good <laughs> and Finn came and Finn was like I just don't really like coffee that much and me and Louise were doing like coffee calls like from cafe to cafe <laughs> Bless. um but do you remember we went to the Starbucks roastery reserve place oh yes That's so weird. they have I think there's like seven across the whole world um and they're these like big buildings um ones in Milan for that Starbucks own and they just have huge like roasteries inside um and it's so cool like you can go in and see the whole process happen and then there's like a little coffee bar upstairs where you can go and get coffee um and the one in Milan for whatever reason is in a particularly cool building and you have to kind of queue to get in so we went there and had coffee which was very interesting and very delicious actually how did you rate that coffee on Oh, that was actually such a good one. But again, I think at the time I was having lattes, so yeah, I, you were. I could really tell you. <laughs> drinking one saying, you're not giving it the best reviews because you're saying it's, it's all about, that one was all about the milk and not really about the coffee. So whilst it was nice, a nice texture, you couldn't really get that caffeine taste. Yeah, exactly. Just too milky. I don't know why. I've been to so many nice coffee places, but I probably haven't been able to taste it because I've been having such milky coffees. It's a bit of a shame. So, what what actually provoked your your transition, your your um, graduation from lattes to stronger coffee? How did that happen? I honestly think Louisa, you're probably partly credited for this. Um, <laughs> I was probably it. in Milan, and we were having these coffees, and I think Louisa went, "You can't be having a latte here or something." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> I'm because I'm such a coffee drinker." And I was like, "Oh god, the coffee drinkers are looking down on me." So. I think just if if I remember correctly, we went to a quite like a small little coffee shop on one of the first days, and she came over to order, and I just said coffee or something I can't remember. Um, but Yon, you said latte, and she got really confused and she didn't speak English because for them sometimes like a latte doesn't necessarily translate to what we imagine it to be. Mm. Yeah, no, it's literally uh, milk. It's latte is milk. Milk. Yeah, and you have to say like coffee with milk, don't you? Say like cafe au lait or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's speaking in Italian, being like, "What? So you want milk with your coffee?" And Yong's like, "No, latte," which would have come out as "No milk." Just milk. Do you want to just give me milk? (laughs) So then I was like, "Yong, this would be so much easier if you just drank black coffee." (laughs) So maybe that quite. I see. Is there anywhere else in the world, Yon, that you've had a particularly interesting hot drink experiences? Well, actually, in Vietnam, okay, I'm going to highly recommend you guys make this. It doesn't sound very good, but it's the most unbelievable thing you'll ever have. And mm-hmm. it's in Vietnam, they have egg <laughs> coffee. Right. So, uh, yes. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. Honestly, everywhere in Vietnam, you'll have an egg coffee. And it's basically two shots of espresso with what seems like a meringue like marshmallowy like top bit 
So when you mix it through, it's like caramelized. Oh, it's oh, so, so good. it's like frothed egg whites. I guess I was imagining just like cracking a raw egg into a coffee, and that <laughs> does not appeal. But I guess if you like froth egg white, what's the difference between that and just frothy milk? Yeah, no, and it's like creamy and oh, it's so good. It's like meringue. Honestly, I don't like things in my coffee, but this this is something you should make. Interesting. I will definitely be giving that a go. What was that, Lou? I think your Wi-Fi is is a little bit. Did you did you realise your Wi-Fi was a little bit shaky? I said. Can you hear me? Yeah, it can now. Okay, I should make it at home, and we can you can then put it on Instagram, and we can judge your efforts. Absolutely, not a bad idea. Um, another question I have, Yon. What is the coffee shop scene like in Glasgow? I don't know Glasgow very well. Obviously, well, I, we used to go to a lot of coffee shops in Edinburgh, but what's it like in Glasgow? I We don't spend much time in the city centre, so I don't really know what the scene is there. But I mean, and last semester, to be fair, we spent all our time in Pret. So, <laughs> but this semester, no, this semester we've been going every every morning. We sort of try and get out to the coffee shop. And there's quite a few good ones. Um, about 10 minute walk. There's a full street of just lots of like nice boutique coffee shops. Wow. It's yummy. Yeah, no, they're really good, actually, to be fair. In the West End, the West End does well for coffee. Mm. Do you rate Glasgow as a city? Would you recommend to any young oh, listeners? Yes. Oh, yes. It does so, well, look like you have a good time. <laughs> no it's great fun no it's so fun I mean we don't spend much time in the city centre at all and the west end's very much like I think the nicer part um so we spend all our time here and it's just such a nice at like, university can't speak for the city but the university is definitely up there yeah Tabs have you been to Glasgow much in your in your time um I've passed through and I spent a, a very romantic day there once with Libby Baxter actually we had like a, a a sort of like day and night in a hostel and we just tried to cram in as much of the like touristy Glasgow things as we could so we went to the tea room there's like a famous architect it's a complete space I can't remember his name but he did like a tea room um we went to the um is there a museum of modern art there what do they call it yeah, some so. some art gallery which was the Carlton Grove one which is beautiful that's the big one mm. oh yeah I think they have they have a really a really big one. I, I can't remember which one we went to. We def- definitely saw some art. We went to a, a nice local Chinese place for dinner. It was really fun. I have a very fond view of Glasgow, but I have not spent very much time there, so I, I'm not the person to to ask. Twenty four hours in Glasgow—that sounds like the dream. Yeah, pretty much. I have a very romantic view of it, which <laughs> for, for other things I've heard about Glasgow is probably unusual. Yeah, you um, might want to keep it that way. Just keep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like you and me Yon, we can never meet again i'll never go to Glasgow <laughs> again perfect, <laughs> perfect. um Tabs, do you want to play your song absolutely so um i forgot that i had to pick a song and so this is a very last minute decision but i think it was a very good decision personally um and this is a song i've recently discovered and it's just all kinds of divine in every way and i hope you enjoy it it is you're the first the last my everything by barry white Okay, coming right up. Great song choice. 
I enjoyed that. Very enjoyable. I have yeah. the, the little like hook riff like sequence of music in my head. I've had it in my head for like the last two weeks, and it's just so addictive. I love it. <laughs> so it's great. It um. Okay, Jon. Another question for you. How much would you say the amount of caffeine you consume correlates with how much studying slash uni work you have to do? Because I could definitely recognise a trend when we were at school that when either of us had work due, we would drink slightly more coffee. Are you still the same? Um, I feel like at school I never had a, like a limit. I think I remember having coffees with you probably about 10pm at night just before we were about to start our last bit of work. Yeah. Um, so I don't do that anymore. I swear I used to have black coffees as well at night. That's um, good. Well, you, that's improvement, maturity. <laughs> no, it is. And I think because I'm not moving so much now, if I have too many coffees, I'm like shaking by my desk. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Just we often used two. to um, get like a bit too buzzy and then you have no choice. Like you were that time tabs where you... um went out to study and came back and had to play boxing on the Wii. Um, yeah, it was actually dangerous how much extra energy I needed to get rid of. Yeah, we would just be so buzzed that we'd end up, like, doing YouTube dancing tutorials and then people would walk in. They thought we were very old. Nice. <laughs> very old indeed. Um, so there's less of a correlation there. So what's your cutoff point then? Um, I'd still say, like, 3 or 4, maybe 5 p.m. I'd probably stop. Right. So That's before so dinner, nothing, yeah. nothing after dinner. Very fair. Although so you mentioned that you're you're not about the decaf, but what if you're really feeling like a coffee after dinner? Would you ever go for a decaf, or do you just accept that past five o'clock coffee is a no go? Um, I yeah, I just don't really. I mean, to be fair, I've never really had decaf. I probably wouldn't <laughs> mind it. Probably wouldn't even notice. Someone's probably given it to me once and told like not told me that it was it, but. I don't know maybe in an iced coffee I could get behind that mm. but no I normally have like a hot ginger and lemon tea before I go to bed mm. so I'd say like my cutoff point kind of just ends my coffee day yeah because Tabs okay. you're a fan of the decaf well only, only kind of like for decaf. practicality purely because I, I value my sleep and I won't sleep if I've had coffee past like midday so because I just enjoy coffee as a concept and I really like the taste, if I want to drink coffee past 12, it has to be decaf. Otherwise, I will be not sleeping a wink. So it's but, not really a choice, more of a uh, an obligation if I want to live a coffee life. Yeah, that's fair. W- w- where are you at at the moment? Are you Are you drinking coffee or not drinking coffee? What kind of phase are you going through? Um, so at the moment, since basically the only thing that life has to offer that's not within the four walls of home is picking up takeaway coffee, I've been doing a lot of like walk to nice cafe spots around. And this kind of area has very, very, very good cafe game. So I've been getting to know the local cafes and just getting picking up a coffee every so often. And I mean, I'm, if I'm going to a nice coffee and I'm paying, I'm not going to get decaf. Like I definitely draw the line there. I think that is just silly. Um so I, I've definitely been through phases in the past, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that now if I'm if I'm going to a nice place I'm getting a coffee. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. But like I don't really have coffee at home very much. It's more of like a nice treat. But I really like it that way. I think it's a nice thing to look forward to. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Um, if you guys were to 
say there were no independent sh- coffee shops and the only places we could go were the, the classic chains. So what? Starbucks, Costa, Pret, Cafe, Cafe Nero. Nero. How would you rank them best to worst? There's a question for you. And that's taking into account coffee or drink quality, um, but also, you know, everything else. Atmosphere. Whole vibe. Whole vibe. Okay, are we just going on those four chains? Are those the, the main ones? Starbucks, Costa, okay, Cafe, I would like Paul. And Can we slip Paul in there too? Because that would change my ranking. Paul? Yes. No, you don't. Do they even exist in Scotland? Uh, that's a good point. Maybe not. Maybe that's just a, a south, a southern thing. Do they exist in Scotland? Okay, Greg's. What about Greg's? Anyone for Greg's? <laughs> <laughs> what about a Cafe Nero? Oh, I love a Cafe Nero. One. Yeah. Cafe okay. Nero, Starbucks, Costa. Cafe Nero would be my top, but Pret, I would say, is almost on par. Mm. Then Starbucks and Costa, I kind of don't really have any leaning towards one or the other, to be honest. Okay, Jon? Yeah, I probably agree with that. I think Cafe Nero is yeah. definitely the top one there. And then I think, like... I've had some very good ones at Pret, but I've also had some quite questionable ones. But that's just because we beam so much. But Pret's yeah. probably up there as well. And then Starbucks is just Starbucks so milky. Is. Yeah, Starbucks is. Although they do have drive-through, but I guess they do with Costa as well. Mm. Um, but I love a drive-through. <laughs> Ideal. Never really done it before. And then actually, Florence, who I think I know is listening, when we drove, we were going somewhere, I can't remember, to Perthshire I think and she took me to a Starbucks drive-thru and it was unreal it was so great can you describe the experience I've never been to a drive-thru it's just like going to a a McDonald's drive-thru so you drive Mm -hmm. go to the little hatch say what you want drive a little further tap your card literally within a minute you've got exactly what you want in your car and it fuels you through the rest of the drive (laughs) so much fun interesting yeah once, once I have once and uh, to drive, which will happen sooner rather than later, um, we can just drive on the motorway to Perth. It's very close to here, and go to the drive-through because it's quite the drive-through. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, but yeah, I would agree with you guys in those rankings, more or less. I would say, although Starbucks has recently found a a soft spot in my heart because they do those huge I think it's called a grande venti which is like the biggest size cup of coffee you can possibly get yeah which is probably just like a regular in America yeah level of desperation I ended up going there last term and just asking for the biggest coffee they had and I was actually so impressed because it was huge like it took me ages to get through those long liquid um and it really worked its magic and then I've been raving about it ever since. I thought it tasted quite nice as well. And um, Campbell actually the other day looked at me and was like, Lou, I think it's time that I go and get a Starbucks big coffee. (laughs) And he got it. And I think he was very tired. He hadn't slept much. And um, it did wonders. He ended up having a a good afternoon of productive work. So Starbucks can be good. I can't believe you went to Starbucks and asked for their biggest coffee. <laughs> I can just imagine you like, I need, I need something really, really big. 
need something to get through the day. Imagine the poor barista, you just walking in and saying, give me the biggest thing you've got. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was big enough. Anything bigger than that would have been a full cafetiere kind of thing. So it was a sort of mug that you, if you wanted to hold it comfortably, you have to use both hands. It was quite large, but as I said, worth it. Um, but also in terms of branding and aesthetic, at least the ones in St Andrews, Starbucks ain't for me. They've not got a good place to sit. North Costa, I would say. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I haven't really been in either of them enough to to really judge. You did. You did go to Starbucks once, and I think I remember being uh, laughing at you for it. Do you remember? Yeah, because prep wasn't open that early and Starbucks was the yeah. only place that was open, so I went to get Starbucks. And you've never been so disapproving. <laughs> Here we are now. Starbucks and how the, how the turntables. How the tables have turned. Um, I also, before we run out of time, want to discuss mugs, because it's been a while. And I've recently reunited with all of my mugs. Mm-hmm. And, Yon, do you have an opinion when it comes to mugs mugs for tea mugs for coffee mugs in general do you have a favorite brand I don't I want to say yes because I know that you two do but I'm not <laughs> very oh no I feel like I need one might, might I'm, join the Emma Bridgewater bandwagon I imagine that your your student house in Glasgow is just like bit of this bit of that like you've just got a, a weird <laughs> range of strange mugs am I right Oh, yes. I mean, my ice latte is out of a tenant's pint glass, so <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not nice. a good start. That, that works well, actually. I'm definitely going to try that. I have the same pint glass. It does have flowers in it at the moment, but once they are gone, I'm going to make a, a nice coffee in a pint glass with a straw. Oh, you should. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, n- not picky about the mugs? No, but I'm intrigued to hear what your favourite one is. I know you have a quite a extensive collection we have quite the collection my current favorite I go through phases is my small spotty one with my name on it very niche but I I miss the size because at home we have Emma Bridgewater mugs as well but um we don't have like the small ones they're like Mm. half size ones so I do think having really lend themselves to coffee I think the big ones are are great for tea yeah and it works perfectly if you've got two of those to make two short single shot coffees and then it's just Mm -hmm. like two coffees plus one you can have with a friend so that's that's the one that's doing me wonders at the moment what about you tabs what's your favorite coffee mug of the week oh my mug of the week um okay actually I can answer this so I um had a coffee with my sister after a long time of not um having coffee actually like not out mm-hmm. um and she when she moved into her new flat got so she has this really fun crockery brand called something to do with Cornwall and it's like white and blue or white and red stripes and it is gorgeous and she bought me a special personalized red and white stripy mug that says tabby on it so that whenever I go around I can have my own mug and I had so it's a real treat because I only get to use the mug when I'm with her um so she made me a little cheeky coffee in my special mug and I had missed it dearly so that is my coffee my mug of the week for sure um I love that 
although my heart will always be um, solely dedicated and loyal to Emma Bridgewater, I definitely am not um, opposed to playing the field and branching out. There are so many other mugs that are fantastic. I have an anthropology mug that is absolutely immense Mm. in every way. And um, Le Creuset mugs, fantastic. Also, um, a friend of mine, Ori, has a really good Leon mug, which is Mm. kind of random. But there are, there are, Emma Bridgewater is not the one and only. There are other other ones out there that definitely deserve the... I do agree. It becomes an addiction. But we've actually got some cracking new additions to the kitchen here. One is probably pint size, pint glass size, huge, like, long, tall mug that says good vibes only. Um, So that's excellent. (laughs) We've also got a new one. The necessity. It says uh, it's got a picture of Audrey, Audrey Hepburn on it. It says Buckfast at Tiffany's. So that's another one of my personal things. <laughs> nice. Um, so we, we are, don't worry, we're, we're expanding the horizons here. It's not all Emma Bridgewater. Making sure that we keep some variation coming in. Stay, stay slightly grounded. Exactly. Um, but we're going to have to wrap up how time flies. I've got a, a final song cued, but Jon, thank you for joining us at this horrendously early hour of the morning. What an absolute pleasure. I have to say, Jon, my, my view of you being purely associated with fun it has sustained. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> no, thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. So welcome. And um, hopefully we can get you back up to St Andrews soon. And until then, enjoy all of your coffees and we will have you back at some point. Oh, thank you, guys. See you soon. It's been an absolute joy. Cannot wait to see you for reals. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Adios.